Are you ready to stop the self-sabotage and create the life you desire? Well, in order for that to happen, you need to break free from the bad beliefs that are holding your success hostage. You need to optimize the stress by turning it into extra energy for success. And those hurtful habits? Well, we need to give that pain a purpose for progress. Welcome to Stop the Self-Sabotage and Create the Life You Desire podcast. I watched one of the most important relationships in my life walk away from me because I did not understand how far my people-pleasing had gone in a dysfunctional way to where I had lost who I was. And instead of saying in a situation that was challenging, what do I need to focus on? I'm bringing myself out at my very best. Instead, I was focusing on who do they need me to be for them to be okay. And when you focus on who do they need me to be for them to be okay, you're taking on their emotional pain in a way that stops forward progress. So what happened? I had two family members that at one time had been very close, but one of them did something absolutely terrible to the other one, betrayed them in such a way that it's one of those wounds where you can say, well, yeah, if I really work on this, I can get over it, but I don't know if I'll ever trust you again. Here was the challenge. I loved both of them. I understood the pain that had been created. Oh, but I still held both of them so close. So when an opportunity showed up in my life of celebration, something happened. And all I could think about was I want the people I really love and care about to join me in this celebration. I didn't think about the pain that was between the two of them. I just invited everybody. Yes, Let's do this. Well, people around me have always been encouraged to have free speech. You know, half of my close friends have different political interests than me. I have one that is involved in her career in a way that has me going, oh, no, thank you. Another one that engages in her family where I'd be going, that would be driving me crazy. Another one that runs her money in a certain way that I'm going, mm, no, completely at odds with what I believe. And yet, we're still able to be very close friends because we share common core values of bringing ourselves out at our very best. And I believe they have a right to share what it is that they experience, how they value it. And maybe I'll learn something in the process. Well, let's get back to our story where I now have these two people that one did, did the betrayal, the other one is hurt to the core, and I've got them in the same place. And the one 
that felt betrayed let me know how could I continue to hurt them this way? How could I put them in this experience that would bring back all of this pain? What was I thinking? Now, I already told you what I was thinking. I loved both of them and I wanted them to celebrate with me. I wasn't thinking about the pain. And then the other one afterwards came up to me and said, how could you put me in this position to where I'm trying to find ways to heal this fracture and yet the other person doesn't want anything to do with it. All they want to do is punish me. How could you put me in a position where I couldn't achieve any progress? And that is whenever I went into what I call relationship bargaining at the expense of yourself. People-pleasing. It's where... You know what? I think I can work this out. This is what I'll decide to do. Instead of having an experience to where they owned where they were at, I owned how I wanted to experience things and can we work this out? But then if not, letting them choose how they wanted to disengage. No, 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 no. I went into full-on people-pleasing, which, by the way, is a learned behavior. I went on to full-on people-pleasing where, oh, I can figure this out. You know, that takes a level of superiority on my part where I think I know what someone needs better than what they need. Of, of course, it was with good intentions, but it was in a very dysfunctional way. So I figured, well, this is what I can do. Um, I'll rotate holidays. You know, when one holiday shows up, I'll invite one part of, of the family. And when the next holiday comes along, I'll invite the other part. You already know this went south. The very next holiday, I invited one part of the family. And by the way, I didn't explain to anybody what was going on. I just figured, I, I got a handle on this, right? So I invited over one part of the family who's going, oh, good, you learned your lesson. And the other part of the family goes, oh, well, I guess this is the lesson you're trying to teach me. And I'm done. And they walked away. Haven't had contact with them since. That hurts. It hurts because they could have still walked away. If I chose to be who I needed to be at my best, they could have still done it, but it would have been me saying, this is the full expression of who I am. I understand if you do not want to engage with it, but instead, I tried to manipulate the situation to make it work. Didn't happen. And the challenge is when someone thinks they can manipulate you once, you know what? They'll come back and try to do it again. In fact, when you decide to no longer people please, this is what you can expect to experience. The Gottman Institute put this together. It's called the Four Horsemen. So you might want to read further on it. Uh, his institute does it as far as uh, primary relationships with significant other, but this can be anybody that you care about. When you decide, and I'll get to the four steps of how to bring yourself out at your very best, 
But when you decide that that's what you're going to do, the first step you can expect is criticism. This is different than complaints. A complaint is when the person is sharing something and they're taking ownership of how they're interpreting that experience. They're, they're saying, well, this is how I feel. This is how I saw it. This was the perception. This is what I think is happening on my end. Much different than criticism. Criticism is when they're going to share with you the challenge that they have with you in a way to where they make you wrong. They dismantle your character, they make it personal. So that's the very first step whenever you decide to move out of people pleasing. The people that have been dependent upon you doing what they needed you to do for them to be okay, well, they're going to try to bring you back in line. So that's going to be the first step. The second step is going to be contempt. If, if the criticism doesn't work, they are going to claim moral superiority over you. Well, evidently, you just don't understand what's going on here. So now they're going to make it personal, but they're going to make it personal to where their status is above yours. Okay. What's going to happen, whether you get criticized or whether um, you, you feel like someone has contempt, is you're going to feel a need to go defensive. And this is when you're going to take on a victim mentality of, well, that wasn't my intention. Um, you know, that this is just what I wanted to have happen for everybody. No? So when people respond to you in a way that's not healthy, Okay, well, you need to stay as functional as possible and realize that you are not here to change their mind, to change their opinion. You're here to be your very best, however that looks. And sometimes when you're like that, people will walk away from you and they have the right I don't need to convince anybody to be in my world because if I got to drag them in, then I'm going to have to drag them around because that leads us to the last thing that can happen when you don't fall back into line with your people-pleasing. Stonewalling. They're going to give you the cold shoulder. They're going to cut you off. They're not going to have anything to do with you until you decide to get your act together. Okay. So what is it that you need to do whenever you decide to upgrade into who you really are, healthy and functional, in a way that other people are not going to agree with? Number one, you need to take 100% responsibility for you, your focus, your feelings, how you implement on them. Someone took something the wrong way, you don't come back and go, okay, well, that that's not my, my intention, instead, you, you invite them to a dialogue. Okay, well, tell me what's going on. You know, to, what's happening? 
But then you have to know step number two, what do you value? What's important to you? I said that I have a wide variety of friends who have values completely different than I do. But yet we still share some core understandings. So you're going to have to determine what you value. And then from there, what boundaries are you going to have around those values? Not necessarily rules, rules that are very hard and um, strict and it's my way or the highway. Boundaries are fluid. As I learn something new, well, I can upgrade my boundary and say, well, I used to, to value that, but now I find that valuing this is even a better way for me to bring out me at my very best. But I also have values that are going to be around criticism, contempt, stonewalling. I choose no longer to get defensive. If I get defensive, that means I've allowed them to trigger me. Well, what am I getting defensive about? How did I make this about me? and my perception. So I don't have to get worked up either in being upset, angry, sad. I don't have to get worked up to say, no, here are my boundaries. And if you're going to come at me with contempt, that ends the conversation. If you're going to stonewall me, enjoy having your time alone, because I want to work with people that are functional. I want to engage with others that are open to conversation. I'll take 100% responsibility for me being triggered. But I also need to make sure I don't put myself in an environment where I'm going to be triggered into dysfunctional coping mechanisms. That does not mean that I avoid those painful conversations. It's that I avoid the behaviors of others where we're not going to have any progress. And number four, this is probably the most important one of all. When I get overwhelmed and flooded with emotions that keep me from moving into progress, I have to take 100% responsibility for pulling myself back and soothing myself until I am in an area, mentally, emotionally, and physically, to where I can experience what the other person is trying to share with me. It is not up to them to make me feel better. I have to say, I'm in complete control and charge of what I experience in life. Okay, so if I'm being flooded in a negative way, it's up to me to pull back take care of myself, and then decide if I want to re-engage from there. Your relationships that you hold close are one of the most phenomenal things about you because it is through those relationships that we can be challenged to be even more of who we really are. But you can't do it from people-pleasing. All you're going to do is turn into a chameleon that says, who am I today based on what they need to be okay? 
and there's never any transfer of authority or transfer of power from you to them that asks them, well, what do you need to experience in our relationship together for you to be at your very best, not to be okay? Do not go through what I did by losing someone you care about deeply because you couldn't figure out who you were. I hope this was of assistance. And if you have any questions or comments, you can reach out to me or, or one of my associates at 636-699-7791. The world needs your light more than ever. Turn it on brighter. And when you do that, you'll help others discover their own light. Blessings on your brightness. Becoming a healingpreneur. Could that be you? It's not just a career. It is a calling to help people peel back the layers so they can move into progress of their brilliance and their magnificence. If this could potentially be you, then I want to let you know, I am offering you the ability to train with me privately at the group investment. I only have room right now for one person to be able to do this over the summer. We're going to take a look at our schedules and we're going to fit training to where it, it's a good fit for you, as well as what I have open. Uh, and you can take up to three months, not only to train, but up to three months to take care of your investment. But again, I only have an opening for one. Why is this? Because my trainings that I do, uh, it, even on the advanced side, are a little bit lighter over the summer. So it creates space, and that might be a space and a place that is waiting for you. So this is what I'd like you to do. Go to dawnlandrum.com, uh, click on the tab, become a certified hypnotist, see everything that is offered there. Uh, again, it is at the group rate that you will be training with me privately. And then reach out to me. There's going to be a button that shows up on the bottom where we can have a phone call and let's make sure that this and myself are the right fit for you. So healingpreneur, is that your calling?